Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. have completed their workouts at the 2023 NFL Combine. The corners are blazing, or speedy, or fast, whatever other synonym you want to use. Uh, the safety is not so much. Um, Hayden, I think this is really important because as simple as it sounds, for outside corners, like speed really does matter. You know, what do you look for when evaluating either of these positions, looking at their projections from athletic profile standpoint to the NFL? I think other positions, this athleticism matters more, at least translates more when it comes to the NFL combat, like edge rusher, for example. But at the same time, if you watch a cornerback, you have, at least have to be fast. I think there's a prerequisite for fast. How you get there and the size that you weigh in at kind of really uh, doesn't matter all that much. There's multiple ways to do that. I'm just looking at pure 40 time for a lot of these positions. And then safety, basically none of it really matters because right. it's such a headsy position that there's really nothing really translating, whether it comes from production, whether it comes from uh, athleticism. It's really just like, watch the tape, tell me which safety is good, because it's all about upstairs. It, it is an interesting position to think about across the league because there are different body types that succeed in different systems for so long. Like for the Seahawks, for example, like they would only evaluate for the outside corners guys with 32 plus inch arms. And for them, that was their threshold for so long when they were running that same system over and over again, Number three, yeah. because right, because it, it really minimized the draft pool. So again, at its base level, if you only evaluated the 20 or so corners in each class with 32 plus inch arms, like theoretically, once again, to use that word, your evaluations would, would be better. Right. Mm -hmm. um, now on the other end of this is like the new England Patriots who Bill Belichick and company have fallen in love with a three cone for years and years and years. And it's not just, at the cornerback position, but I mean, definitely up there with defensive backs like Devin McCourty was fourth, excuse me, third uh, at his position in his draft class for a three cone. Logan Ryan was second. Jordan Richards, the safety was first. Like Cyrus Jones was second. We can keep going on and on with ones well, closer. The, so it, it is it is interesting, Hayden, just yeah. like how different teams look at the position differently. And those two ex team examples you're talking about is the perfect kind of thing. When you're talking about the big, long corners in the cover three system playing off, it's all about the size and being able to adjust against the ball in the air. And then you're talking about Bel Bill Belichick, all that man coverage, side-to-side -side lateral ability is a ton of it that matters too. And then the other part of this is when you talk about slot corners, they're different as well. You know, like Almost they might have, yeah, they might have DB on their lettering for their workout, but yet you look at different types of athleticism it's the same thing with slot wide receiver versus outside anyways 
It's complicated at this position. The other ones are more straightforward. This one's definitely the most complicated video. If we didn't make any sense for the last three minutes, stick with us. Okay. Let's then jump to maybe some of the first round prospects. And I actually want to go first to Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon because he might have stamped himself as a top 10 pick in this year's class. Six, one and a half, 197 pounds, 32 inch arms, crosses that threshold. Then you get to his jumps and his speed, 41 and a half inch vert. 11-1 brawl jump, which anything over 40 inches, anything over 11 feet for both those jumps is insane. And on top of that, a 4-4-4-40. He was a redshirt sophomore despite playing, I believe, six games in another season at Colorado, then again transferred over to Oregon. Um, I don't, I'm sure there is a debate with many people out there at this position, but it sounds like Gonzalez just only helped himself today. Yeah, 90th percentile adjusted spark athleticism. And you just watch him go through the drills. He's very fluid. He's a big corner, but he's just a natural athlete. I don't think some of the stuff he even captures is like natural athleticism going through those drills. I thought he was the one that stood out the most. The other guy in contention for the number one corner, uh, Devin Witherspoon, he didn't test. He has a hamstring. We'll get his numbers back, but he's 5'11", 187. Christian Gonzalez, he's one of the bigger profile guys. So I'm with you. The athleticism was off the charts. People were already mocking him inside the top 10. If some of the other positions don't step up, like the wide receivers and stuff, this is somebody that can end in the uh, back half of the round, uh, top 10. Yeah, and according to PFF's draft guide, only missed three tackles, so 6% of his tackle attempts this year. Had of 441 coverage snaps, 282 of those were impressed, and obviously he played 501 outside snaps of 718 total this season. Um, it's interesting when you look all around, like let's just look at Lance Erline, for example, right now he's Christian Gonzalez second ahead of that is Brian branch. Um, right after that is Joey Porter, you know, which is one of those amazing names. When you think about, we get a Joey Porter jr in our life, but this is another really tall outside corner, six, two and a half, 193 pounds, 34 inch arms had great broad jump above average in the vert at 35 and a 40 at four, four, seven. Yeah, so he is a 54th percentile athlete, according to my metrics, without that three cone. Uh, 47th percentile speed when you weight adjust it for him, though. He is a little bit taller, so maybe I'm underselling him just a bit. And his 10 yards plus 84th percentile. So nothing about today is going to move him down or up. I think he tested as his profile suggests. I think that he's like a mid-round one corner. Uh, maybe he even goes to the Steelers. Just 275 coverage snaps last season uh, for him on Penn State. 176 were impressed. Uh, he did miss six tackles. Um, but then when you like turn on his game against Purdue, I think in that game, he forced seven incompletions alone in that contest. So that is one that I'm sure you'll see on his highlight reel this year. Yeah. Hayden mentioned that uh, the lack of three cone, only five cornerbacks went through the dying drill that right now is known as the three cone. And I think only two safeties did it as well, or three safeties. So eight yeah. in total of these defensive backs that we had, I think 63 of them, 62 of them work out today. Just eight completed the three cone. It's easier to find the nuke codes. It's <laughs> absurd. Like you can't get anyone to do this stuff. It's it's absurd. And we know how powerful this one is. If like people stopped doing the broad jump and did more of the three cone, like I would gladly swap that. Well, let's talk about someone who did go through that then because it is the change of direction. And I mean, at 6'3", 198 pounds, Julius Brents out of Kansas State, Posted an absurd workout, 34 inch arms, 41 and a half inch vert, 11 foot six broad jump, a four, five, three, 40, a six, six, three cone, which was by the way, far and away the best of this group. And then a four or five shuttle 
20 yards, which was, again, the best of this group. Like, this is a really simple statement to say, but he is going to have the argument of being the best athlete whenever he is on the field and whenever he touches it from here on out. And that's just a cool statement to say about one of these prospects now. Yeah, that was a top five broad jump in my cornerback database. Um, and like you said, the rest of his stuff, he's just jacked out there, by the way, too. Uh, doesn't necessarily look like like the traditional cornerback in my eyes, but uh, super athletic. The one drawback right now is he was a redshirt senior. Some of the tape out there that I've seen uh, isn't up to snuff, but he's definitely somebody that is guaranteed a winner and is probably going to get some round two buzz at the very least. This is just too athletic to kind of pass up. Yeah, I mean, you're guaranteed a second round selection, I think, yeah. with this athletic profile now in the likes of like Obi Melifonwu, who then, you know, flipped over between safety and corner and who knew what he was. Uh, Julius Brents now has the second best broad jump of any cornerback yeah. since 2007 at the Combine, only behind Byron Jones, which is still... Uh, I believe nine inches behind Byron Jones, just absurd Freak. world record broad jump. Uh, the guy who's now after him is also in this class. And that is Maryland's Deontay Banks. Uh, both Maryland corners were fantastic. This is a bit of a different profile than the guys that we've talked about that are long and tall. Banks is six feet, 197 pounds, but just about 31 inch arms, but did play outside corner 359 press coverage snaps last year and missed just one tackle. So to go along with that 11 foot four inch broad jump, a 42 inch vert and a four, three, six, 40. Again, did I mention that these corners are really fast today? They were all very fast. I would say that Deontay Banks made the most money today of anyone that tested just because he was probably a round two player. That's where like Daniel Jeremiah, for example, had him in like the forties, but he's a 95th percentile adjusted spark athlete per my model. His, all of his numbers were in the 90th uh, percentile, basically, uh, he's a complete freak. I think he has a chance to go round one, especially since some of these other corners that we'll get to in this range are either way too small, didn't test as well, or something else is going on. Saul Ben Solak compared him to Ronald Darby, which prior to Ronald Darby's injuries, he was a starting corner for a very long time for a bunch of winning teams. I think that comparison makes a bit of sense. And yeah, I mean, just to shout him out since these two corners, I believe, are the fastest corner combo ever at the NFL Combine. It's Deontay Banks at 4-3-5, and then his running mate, Jacorian Bennett, at 4-3-0, officially. Um, insane stuff for a pair of corners. And then totally. if you just want to quickly jump to safeties real quick, because we had the pair of Maryland corners, and then we had an unreal pair of Illinois safeties with Jatavius Martin at a 4-4-6, Sidney Brown at a 4-4-7, and the dudes posted the best duo of oh, yeah. combine jumps in NFL combine history. So Sidney Brown is the stockier of the two. Uh, Jatavius Martin, he has ninth percentile weight among safeties. Uh, very fast, obviously has those monster jumps. Sidney Brown's the more well-rounded athlete, in my opinion, when you're projecting to the NFL because he's got a little bit more density to him, 64th percentile weight, and he's shorter. So he's got a big, thick frame, super strong, still had a 71st percentile 40 despite how big and kind of thick he is. So Sidney Brown's going to be definitely in the mix. Uh, in general, the safety position was very underwhelming. Uh, you're looking at consensus boards and any of that stuff. There's like very rarely you even see one projected to go round one, depending on how you're kind of listing some of these corners. And like Daniel Jeremiah didn't have a single listed safety in his top 50. And then you look at the, wow. the scores today. Uh, historically, these drafted safeties run a four five two. 
almost all of the ones that are like the top five, top 10 conversation are four, five, two or worse. So yeah. nobody really helped them uh, except these two guys, but these guys were kind of buried in the group. So if you're looking for a safety this year, I don't think it's a good year. We did get the quote unquote official numbers, even though, and I just want to make a statement. The official numbers only matter for the combine sheet because each team is going to use their own hand times, but who cares? The official ones is what we're able to compare these prospects, you know, for the last two decades. Let's put it uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine now are four, five, two or better among the safety class. Okay. So yesterday, and by the way, uh, Jartavius Martin or Jartavius Martin. Yes. Uh, he's played like all the positions he's played safety. He's played nickel. He's played outside corner. And, you know, today's NFL is going to love that with how many five defensive backs or six defensive backs even are out there at times. I feel like in the world of streaming services, it is very easy to forget that you subscribe to a platform for just one show, one event, one game, and then get charged over and over and over again. We've all been there after checking our monthly bank statement. And that's just the start of the process. After that, you have to find out where to cancel, how to cancel, click on this button, that button, email this person, that person. But now there is one easy way to take care of all of that. It is rocket money. It shows you all of your subscriptions in one place and then cancels them for you, whichever ones you do not want. And in fact, rocket money can find subscriptions you did not even know you were paying for. That's like an extra, you know, five, 10, 15 bucks that you found in your couch cushion. Again, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money is over 5 million users and helps save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash underdog. That is rocketmoney.com slash underdog. Rocketmoney.com slash underdog. Yesterday with the defensive line, hopefully you tuned into that combine recap. Um, we talked about outliers, how I just love that when we have players who break the mold. There was one of those for Mississippi State corner Emmanuel Forbes because he's about six and three quarters and 166 pounds. All right. So it's a corner who knows he's going to get weighed here and shows up at 166 pounds. But this is where it gets interesting because he also has 32 and a quarter inch arms, solid jumps, and a 43540. Now it's not just the rare size or unique size that he has, it's also with the production that he brings to the table 13 interceptions. And of those six, were pick sixes. So he, again, he's not just an outlier with his size at 166 pounds, but also in ways an outlier with his production. And it's going to be fascinating when a 166 pounder who plays you in press coverage and tries to run your hip pocket when you're going up against DK Metcalf at 225, mm -hmm. AJ Brown at 225 on a weekly basis. But you can make the argument that the wide receiver position is getting smaller, and that's a fact. And the way that the game's changing is you can have smaller players out there. It's more reliant on speed. So compared to today's NFL versus 10 years ago, he has a higher chance. Now, with that said, there's not a single defensive player that weighs 166 pounds. We not barely have them for offense. And when you're playing defense, remember, you have to tackle on defense. You're bringing down somebody that's weighing you, weighing way more than him. Uh, it's not just the, the, the weight 
Um, he's very tall, so his BMI is the lowest among corners in my database as well. And BMI is just like how, how fat you are, for a, a lack of better terms here. So it really is just like we're playing tackle football out here, and this is the National Football League. So like he's gonna have to be like you have to hide him in certain packages when they start running the ball. What what happens there? You, you, like you, you kind of think like a smaller player is throwing into into the slot. But like you're running the ball in these these downs, you got to tackle in the slot now, and that's what you put. See, like Jalen Ramsey types go in the slot more now. So I don't know what his role is. That's going to be for us to kind of watch the film for. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds almost prehistoric-ish to say like, oh, how can a guy at this weight play in the NFL? But truly, like 99.5 percent of NFL players at his position are heavier and well heavier, in fact. Yet, with all that said, when you do watch him at Mississippi State, a lot of people love what they see. And like the production speaks for itself. And that is the SEC. So, it, again, it's just fascinating to track like this because, again, that that speed plus length combo is rare. And then it's an outlier for the weight. So yeah. I'm just excited to see what that outcome is going to be because mm -hmm. I don't have to be the one that has to pick him. And I think a lot of GMs are going to say, I don't want to be the guy that has to roll those dice. And like, like you said, it's not just the weight. He's taller than a lot of corners, too. So that makes him even skinnier than the other guys that used to be comp to. Uh, Darius Rush is an interesting one as well. At 6'2", 198 pounds out of South Carolina, 33 and a half inch arms. And so with that length, talking about a rare combo, a 4-3-7-40 with just average jumps. But still, like when we're talking so much about outside corners, the you have to be able to run now. Like you truly do have to be able to run. So just that speed plus the size combo is probably going to put Rush uh, intriguing a bunch of teams out there. If you said that you basically have to run, can we talk about uh, Brian Branch, who's a first round type of guy? Yeah, so with him, he was an 11th percentile adjusted spark athlete. If you list him as a corner, he gets slightly better. If you list him as a safety, he's kind of a slot guy. Uh, we'll see what position he kind of, falls into but four five eight forty is in the eighth percentile when you weight adjust that it's in the sixth percentile uh now if you put it at safety like i said it goes up to 30th percentile but still not very fast even over there um and then his vertical jump is in the 22nd percentile too so this is a trust the tape type of prospect he did go to alabama he was very productive over there but among first round corners he does not have the athletic profile that most do so obviously he's not like a typical outside corner he's going to be playing down in the box a little bit more i don't think you need as much speed there it's a lot about instincts and strength and he does have that but i think that he's going to be one of these highly debated uh cornerback prospects as well i have confidence in my ability to project pass rushers defensive linemen edge players same confidence goes to quarterback running back wide receiver tight end offensive lineman just speaking truthfully to you, Hayden, I have no clue how to do cornerbacks and safeties. It's always been the position every single year that I leave to the last minute because it takes me the longest and just bad at it, to be honest with you. So hopefully like this conversation yeah, uh, helped people out there understand that and really all different shapes and sizes. But there are some commonalities in some teams of what they look for and others as well. The one thing that uh, Brian Branch did check today is uh, Nick Saban thought he was good at football and he played <laughs> under Nick Saban the whole time. So he's got that going for him. At worst case, you'd be like, hey, guess what? Nick Saban thought he was good. Uh, what what could you do? All right. I think that's going to do it for us unless you have any other names, Hayden. Did we talk about DJ Turner running a Oh, no, we did not. I mean, a ridiculous 
40 time for DJ Turner. That is now of four to six officially. And that 10 yard split is at one, four, seven. If you want to put that in uh, combination with, let's say corners since 2007, where do you think that matches up? I have it at 99th percentile and 94th percentile. I'm not sure about like all time from there. Only eight corners at the combine again since 2007 have run faster than 147. That ties them with recent really good picks in Jeffrey Akuda, Jamel Dean, Jair Alexander, Avante Maddox, Denzel Ward, Jonathan Jones, and a few others. And then a couple of names ahead. Actually, the two names at the top with 10 yard splits might shock you Dante Jackson and William Jackson. Mm. One who was a kind of an inside outside hybrid and Dante yeah. and obviously William Jackson has been paid heavily by two teams. One of the metrics I do look at is 10 yard split with the corners, just initial get off. And you just watch these players, they're backpedaling and then they have one second to go from a backpedal to make a break on the ball. So I do think that 10 yard split is one of the key things It showed a little bit of predictive power compared to the other positions. So the fact that he's checked that box is pretty good. I have one more name uh, going back to the safety Antonio Johnson. Um, he was like kind of an average athlete to me, 31st percentile. He looked very fluid out there, 50th percentile speed. He's definitely a little bit undersized. He's supposed to be the number one safety right now. I don't think that he really moved the needle. Like I said, going back to the start, safety's just really down to one of these positions. I think the entire NFL draft is mostly down. I think safety is one of these positions where for mock drafts, I would be pretty surprised if anyone goes round one. We just talked about DJ Turner having a one, four, seven, 10 yard split. One of the safeties did today as well in Jartavius Martin out of Illinois, the dude who's played all over. So I think so many teams, he's a name to know. Adi Adi yesterday out of Northwestern, Jartavius Martin today out of Illinois. After digesting it for 24 hours, I remain on team Byron Young over. We don't have to look. We can love both both. of them, you know, but maybe just an internal battle after three years who has higher sack rate pressures disruption so on and so forth it might just be a small competition uh, or just who gets drafted first could be fun too (laughs) (laughs) all right uh we got through this show tomorrow the real stuff starts one o'clock eastern on saturday it's the quarterbacks it's the wide receivers and it's the tight ends let's buckle up let's boogie in the meantime if you have not checked them out we have a legit current nfl quarterback coach with three 30-minute evaluations of Will Levis, C.J. Stroud, and Bryce Young on the channel. That is the perfect hors d'oeuvre appetizer for and ahead of tomorrow's workouts. So get on that, and I can't wait to do one of these same shows immediately after that workout. Hey, Views are going to be up, I promise, for this next one. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it. Go and check out the pass rushers because athleticism really does matter and be on the lookout for the offensive videos this weekend once those workouts complete. For Hayden, I'm Josh. Up the Villa. We'll talk to y'all soon. See ya.